It's a good show. The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. And you'll find out what happened to Frankenstein and other stuff that never happened. Freaking nerds. The Boogie Monster. Podcasting the unknown. You bet your bottom dollar. You bet your bottom dollar. Did we, uh... Oh, I guess uh, Adam and Eve Ed would have played right before this. Yeah, that's true. So happy Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. We got, only got two weeks from today. It's coming up. Well, not today, but you know. Mm-hmm. We're, we're finally recording something not ten minutes before it's supposed to come out. <laughs> Any Valentine's Day plans? Going to the Madonna Inn. What's that? It's a it's like a place with themed sweets up in uh, like the rooms, not candies. Oh, uh, <laughs> I was like what? <laughs> you know, they got like a lollipop shaped like the Ghostbusters and stuff. <laughs> no, they got a like it was like a like not full porno sweets, but the rooms have different themes to them. Huh? Uh, you know, and it's it's. It's like past Santa Barbara or something, but then the big thing is the men. Like you can go there for food, like for restaurant, and the restaurant's men's bathroom is just a waterfall you pee into. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, I like that. Yeah, so Rachel was there for a bachelorette party not long ago, said it's fun. So we're going up there for a couple nights to have a, you know, take all these fifty percent off Adam and Eve treats (laughs) and show each other that we care. Be still. What what are you doing, dude? I uh, I'll be right up the road. I'm going to Santa Barbara, Barbara, Barbara <laughs> for the first time. Santa Baba, Santa Barbara. For really? The first, I've never been up there. So what I'm you doing, guys? Do? You getting a Airbnb? Just got a, a hotel. Just a nice little hotel right on the water. Got Ooh, waterfront. Okay. Yeah. Oh, sexy. Yeah. Just for the hell of it, you know, kind of a cliche Southern California. But it's because it's nice. It's yeah. because Southern California is nice, beautiful things. Have you been to Santa Barbara? I passed through there. I was driving with my folks up the coast, and I had popped in there. I wonder. Wonder what I should do. I don't know anything about. I think it. it's just like a beachside community. Mm-hmm. Just kind of hang out. Eat, r- eat, wine and dine. Yeah, we're uh, doing two nights up there, just for the hell of it. We might pass uh, pass through there on the way back. Yeah. Madonna, Madonna Inn is San Luis Obispo. Okay. So it's like twi- we're going twice as far mm. than San... Oh, that's, far, that's further up there than I thought. Yeah, what's that, about three or four hours? Yeah, that's a clip. Looks like it. My Pismo Beach. Morro Bay. All right. Paso Robles. It's just they got fun city names in California. <laughs> yeah. Shafter. <laughs> Button Willow. All right. I got to stop. These are the themes at the hotel? Give us the Shafter suite. Uh, I mean, it will be after I fucking whatever. Don't. Let's not ruin the beauty of this evening. Of the, let's the sanctity of this made-up holiday. Now, do you get uh, do you get her a gift, or is the trip the gift? I don't know what I'm doing. I think we just split the trip. Yeah, we go Dutch on a lot of stuff. Yeah. Let me ask you this: I always thought this was weird, and not uh, I'm by no means trying to open up any type of rabbit hole or wormhole. But uh, my mom always gets me a Valentine's Day gift. Oh yeah, my mom does too. And I never get her one, and I'm like, it's a romantic holiday. Like I appreciate the card and the twenty dollar bill, but I think yeah, I I I think it's that's a one way mom to the kids. Okay, for like, do you get Easter presents? Yeah, she sends me an Easter card. And yeah, I get Easter presents. Yeah, I just never if I was if I was at home, if I was in Chicago, I'd have to come over and look for my Easter basket. Even now? Oh yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Look for it? She hide it? Yeah. Well, the East, the Easter Bunny hides it. I still get presents from Santa over here. <laughs> This one's from me and your dad. This one's from Santa. Does the Easter Bunny hide the whole basket? I thought the Easter Bunny just hid eggs. Yeah, but we just do the basket. Or the Easter Bunny would just do the basket. That's adorable. Yeah. That is so cute. She loves the holidays. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, your mom's a festive lady. Yeah, she gets uh, she leans into the holidays yeah. a lot. So. My mom my mom likes them as well. But yeah. I just you know I was always like, Why are you getting me a Valentine's? That just seems weird. But, yeah. You know, hey, I appreciate it. But then you throw it back the other way on Mother's Day. Yeah. Mother's Day, birthdays, other holidays. So it's coming like it it balances. Yeah, I guess so. I always get her flowers. I just start getting her cacti. She mm-hmm. kills the flowers too much. Yeah. She, I got her cacti. She killed the cacti. Try, I think I tried succulents this last year. Like, <laughs> don't touch them. <laughs> you don't have to do anything. They'll be fine. I mean, yeah. They died. <laughs> oh, well. You try. You know, you try. So what else is going on, buddy? I think I slept about 10 hours. Yeah. Through a combination of whiskey and melatonin and a Breathe Right strip. Did you get into it last night? Went to the old Magic Castle. Ooh, we really? might become members. Hmm. Which means... How do you become a member? It's like getting into the mafia? Rachel got approved to... It's like a country club. Uh Uh-huh. But for people that... I realize they're like magicians dress like they're trying to get laid at a funeral. Hmm. That's like a magician's attire. Okay. You know? Like the the horny horny vampire mortician is, is the magician's attire. Which I don't mind it. Yeah. It's fun, you know. They know they know what the roller playing, mm-hmm. but uh, it's like a country club. But then we got to pay a few bucks. But then you get in for a year. You bring your friends. Okay. You don't have to do the dinner thing. You just like yeah, drop in whenever you want. Okay, go see a show. We watched some magic last night. It was very fun. Yeah, yeah. Any particular <clears throat> tricks blow your mind? Oh, one guy. What he had? Okay, this guy he had somebody from the audience tie his thumbs together with twine, real tight. Okay, like I'm showing you my hands. Uh-huh. But he had it so his thumbs would be tied together, uh-huh. and then Kinda like gave, a butterfly. Yeah, yeah, you're uh-huh. holding them out like, uh, like yeah, I don't know what symbol this is, uh-huh. but your thumbs to fit together in front of you, tied together, like a soccer goalie. Any soccer goalies will know. Oh, sure, yeah, about. okay. Or you're like you're about to set a volleyball. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. That way, with your palms out. Yeah. Got in the audience, tied him real tight, and then he gave the guy a samurai sword, and he pushed his hands again and went right through him, but his hands stayed tied. So say like. Hold, I guess I got He's holding the samurai sword upright in uh-huh. front of him, holding it perpendicular to the ground in front of him uh-huh. with the blade, the sharp edge of the blade facing the magician. Okay. The magician would take his tied thumbs, push them towards the samurai sword as though it would cut through the th- string, the twine. Uh huh. But then his hands would still be tied when they were on the other side of the samurai sword. You wow. know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And it's weird to explain visually. Yeah. And it's fun because everybody there is drunk mm-hmm. and it's kind of like. As long as they're not disruptive, drunk people seeing magic is great. Yeah. Drunk people, and this will be racist, but black people watching magic is always the best. Yeah. Yeah. They fall down to a log roll. That, that, <laughs> all the videos where you see black people watching David Blaine shit, like, yeah. they, like, and I don't think it's bad to say, like, I'm glad somebody appreciates. Mm-hmm. The stuff the same way I do, yeah. Of like, what, what the fuck are you doing in my face, right? Like, yeah, that's how everyone should respond to good magic, yeah. As opposed to this, ooh, you know, it's the Pete Holmes bit, but like somebody <laughs> trying to outsmart the magicians. Yeah, just appreciate, just yeah. let your mind, like, stop being so cool that you can't be impressed by stuff of in the course. world. What what kind of shithead goes to the world not being impressed by someone else developing a skill that they don't have? Yeah. You know, I guess it's okay. All right, whatever. Yeah. Like when we were in uh, Pioneer Town and Casey was doing that stuff for us, kind of a private show yeah. backstage. And uh, I mean, that was it was amazing. Black people react to magic the same way white people react to breakdancing. <laughs> I think I think that's the balance. I think that's the balance of the universe. <laughs> There's our. <laughs> That's the that's the balance of the universe. Oh, that's so funny and so true. That is, you know, yeah. that's then that's where we all come together because it's so foreign to both groups. Like you don't see a lot of black magicians. No, and you don't see you do see some white guys breakdancing now. With and there's some the black trend. actually. It's Black History Month, and they were advertising like black magicians, mm-hmm. but it's like well, black magic is a thing that's not about black people. It's yeah. about a certain type of magic, but you can tell they're trying to word it, but kind yeah. of close it. no, the ba- black magicians, it's not black magic. It's black magicians, and we're celebrating. So they're doing a Black History Month thing huh. over at Magic Castle. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I don't think the you know not a lot of women, not a lot of black people doing magic. I see. I've seen a couple guys there doing it. Yeah, but yeah, 
You fuck. I mean, if you can break dance and do magic, there you go. you've got you got a hundred percent of people walking Huge in downtown in, in old town Las Vegas <laughs> will will be will be impressed. Every single dipshit in Las Vegas will love what you're doing. Now, when you go to the Magic Castle, is it set up like a comedy show where you have a couple of openers and then a headliner, or what? It, it, the, well, you go there if you, if you're not a member, you have to have dinner there. The dinner's all right. Mm. I'm doing my vegetable thing, which okay. they was clearly had disdain for anybody who's vegetarian. I yeah. got like three mushrooms and a couple things of tofu. I'm looking at everybody else eating steak and prime rib. I'm like, yeah. well, fuck me then, I yeah. guess. Uh, I mean, it tasted good, but it's kind of. But you eat dinner. like and So they have, it's, if you're in L.A., it's over on Franklin, not far off of the big uh, Hollywood Boulevard's uh, Walk of Fame stuff. Right next to, I believe, that's very close to the um, the high school in, um, or where they had the high school dance in Back to the Future. It is. It's the en- enchantment under the sea. Yeah, that's <clears> true. <throat> where Biff sexually assaults, what's her name? They use the parking lot? Mm-hmm. Because that parking lot's right on that curve. Anyway. It is right there. Yeah. 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 If you want to look at movie locations, as we've discussed in the past, always a treat when you live here. And you're like, oh, wait, that's the thing from the movie. I had a weird discovery <clears throat> the other day. I was watching Fight Club again for the first time. Okay. And um, never tell really me what knew. Se- tell me what scene. I'll try and think of where you're uh, Well, the, uh, when she, Helena Bonham Carter, goes in to the laundromat to steal clothes yeah. and then pawn them next door. Uh, that was my laundromat when I lived over there off of Mariposa. In East Hollywood. Oh, really? Yeah, when I had my my own place over there. Yeah. It was like one block over. I used to go there all the time. But like, I didn't... Oh, I never Santa, Santa that. Monica was a street there running across there? Yeah, it was uh, Melrose. Or Melrose. Like Melrose and Normandy right around there, ah, right under the 101. Okay. So yeah, I used to live right there. And then that... Uh, and I don't know why, I just... Uh, the way that movie shot, you know, it's so dreary. And it never dawned on me that that was even shot I in always, LA. I looked it up once because I always said it in like... In my head, it was like a Portland or Seattle, like a Pacific Northwest. See, I always thought like a Detroit or Chicago just because of like all the abandoned, you know, when oh, they abandoned okay. house and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. But yeah, I was just watching. I was like, that looks like my. And then the, sure enough, I, I Googled Hold it. On. I like, oh, yeah. yeah, movie scene locations. They still yeah, get. I love still that. get a kick. I love that, man. But yeah, man, so cool. Um, anyway, Magic Castle. Oh, the, the, but that's how it's set up. So you go, there's like in one corner will just be a guy with a card table doing close up magic. And then there's. Three or four little theaters. One of them's oh. a bar where you, like guys like all right sells you your drinks. All right, everybody got your drinks. Wipes off the bar and then does magic at the bar. Really? Then there's one or there's two actual theaters where you get in line and you sit down and they do a full show where there might be a host and then you know two acts with a host and like the one guy last night was like the host. He's like a like old school like old school problematic comedy. Uh-huh. Mixed in with like the, and I was, <laughs> I hate saying that I was appreciative of it, but you could tell I was like, oh, this is a guy that hasn't been keeping up with, yeah, what you can or can't say. It's part of the job these days. He's like, oh, you guys, crowd is small but intense. It's like midgets camping, and I was like, oh, buddy. <laughs> I mean, I, you what know, does that mean? it's small. Oh, intense, got small it. Small and intense, <laughs> like midgets camping. I got the midget part. I didn't get the intense at intense, first. Intense. Yeah. Oh, bada bing. Yeah, and so I was like, "Oh, I, you might hear about it for that one." Yeah, but uh, anyway, it was. Uh, but it's ma- live magic. Yeah, you don't think you want to see it. Mm-hmm. You might think it's, but and I don't know where you live, listeners. But if you get a chance to go, just do something different, like you're bored. Yeah, and you see that there might be a magician, or anytime I've come across a hypnotist, I've always been like, I don't know how that works. Mm-hmm. Like if I've been. I used to see him like if it was at a like comedy club in the suburbs, and I was like they would let me like come in for free because I would do guest spots there. Like, yeah, well, you come hang out and see the show. Mm-hmm. There was one hypnotist I saw. I'm like, I don't know how this works. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously not real because these guys are still working banquet halls at Holiday Inns instead of <laughs> you know possessing world leaders. Yeah, <laughs> but. I was like, I don't know. I don't know how this works. This is still impressive. The fact that that's that hypnotism, mm-hmm. that someone can control your mind yeah. and is still relegated to C and B comedy clubs. <laughs> like, isn't that fucking crazy? That is crazy. I've never thought about it that way. 
Where's that? Where's that debunking? Like, let's maybe that's that'll be a subject for us. Hypnotism. Yeah, that's right up our alley, and we're sitting here dicking around about it in the intro. I'd love to be hypnotized. I've never. Uh, yeah, I feel I was, like you would be like, no way. Yeah, I mean, I've always felt You'd like fight him about it. But I'm sure, I'm sure if I did just go into it like resisting, then I probably couldn't be. But that's but like, how we're. Yeah, it's like people that want it to happen. It. Yeah, but then they do. Like, is it a plant or is it somebody doing? A really silly, like playing along with it. Yeah. Let's all right. Let's maybe we do that. Maybe we. Yeah. Maybe old Kyle puts a subject in here for yeah, once. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, I'd, I'd be willing to uh, to get hypnotized. Uh, we had fun the other night over at uh, after your show. Over at uh, where, where did we go? HMS Bounty. Oh yeah, yeah. Thanks if anybody came out to that. Uh, it was a fun time over there at the uh, Dynasty Typewriter. And no reason to explain how I had just uh, accidentally mocked the Space Shuttle Challenger. Yeah. I wasn't mocked, but we talked about it. Didn't realize we did that on the anniversary. No idea that it was the anniversary. And I apologize to an audience that had no idea what we <laughs> talked about. What's this? What sound is this in my house now? I have no idea. This fucking place. Anyway. I wouldn't worry about it. Um, but yeah, so there's no need to apologize to the live audience that had no idea that we even had a podcast that might. Anyway. It was a good time. Went over to the HMS Bounty. Good old uh, nautical theme. Yeah, I'd never been there. Bar in Koreatown. Old ass bar. I like these old bars. You can tell that one's been there yeah. 50 years at least probably. Hadn't been, hadn't been gripped yeah. by any sort of remodeling. Yeah. And it uh, it kind of had that vibe, and then later I kind of did the math, but uh, seemed like an old man bar. Saw a lot of single old guys. Saw one cute little dude had to be eighty five or ninety, just staggering, like little bitty shrunken up guy. But like yeah. you could tell, he was like as soon as he walked through the door, he had this look on his face of like ah home. And like, uh, sure enough, saddled up to the bar and like yeah. waved at a few people. You could tell he's just it's a, probably yeah. A it's attached to a it's attached to a, an apartment. The mm-hmm. bathroom for the bar is in the lobby of the apartment building. But yeah, I like a good old man bar. And uh, you kind of, I don't know if you want to talk about this, but kind of the open invitation after the show. Then you had a bunch of folks show up. And, you know, there's not enough seats. Oh, you know, yeah. like, that's just. It's like I'm going there. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, you, you want to hang out and just be like, hey, we're all going here. And then somebody's like, personal invitation yeah. from you to me. Like, well, <laughs> oh, that yeah, everybody's, everybody's comes with the drinks. territory. Everybody's having drinks. It was a fun time. Do you have um, do you have a bar now that you live over here? No, I'm a man you, without a bar. You're a man ter- without a bar. Terrible feeling. You used to. What was your bar? Would you say Red Lion used to be? I used to go to Red Lion over at Glendale. Yeah. yeah. Go sitting there on a Sunday night after getting off the road. I don't have a home bar either. I need one. I want a good, just lo-fi. Walk over to uh, check over that. Uh, now we're just talking to each other. Yeah. Now we've taken this whole. It's like a conversation yeah. to a true. Like if you were eavesdropping on us, you'd be bored. <laughs> uh, go to Hyperion Public House. That's a mellow spot. Yeah, yeah. All that all that stuff just seems a little too Silver Lake for me. But I'll check nah, it's it out. It's a plain old place. Sorry, right. sports that play sports. You like sports? Yeah, yeah. Go upstairs. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I like the concept of an old man bar. Uh, I've talked a lot on this podcast about my beloved The Albert in Atlanta. It's where I used to work. Mm-hmm. Um, but before it was The Albert, back in the back in the mid-'90s, long story short, uh, Atlanta kind of had this really cool alt-country rockabilly scene called the Redneck Underground. And uh, where The Albert is now, back in the 90s, used to be called the Austin Avenue Buffet. And it was it was an old man bar. Like at night, they'd have like alt country shows and kind of like punk rock rockabilly shows. But uh, on the weekends, on Saturday Sunday, they'd open early and they'd have redneck breakfast. And uh, they open at like seven or eight. But you'd go in there and there'd just be breakfast. Just a bunch of old dudes just drinking Budweiser out of a can, eating scrambled eggs and bacon. And it was just just a bunch of it was almost <laughs> like a damn VFW hall. Yeah, I like the so concept. Really sad. <laughs> I, I like the concept. I I, I want to. I mean, I need to join the military just so I can be eligible for the VFW when I get older. <clears throat> well, <laughs> have you been to VFWs? Do you have to be a veteran of a foreign war, or can you just be? Is it just you have to have been in the service? 
<clears throat> just a service, I think, service member. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't know. I would always go, I mean, because they have events. They had comedy shows at them. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. where we would always go see punk bands. Yeah. Which was kind of like an ironic yeah. VFW allowing these kids to come in. Fuck the government. Fuck the military. It's like, all right. Yeah. We're not acknowledging where yeah. the show's happening. Know your audience. <clears throat> well, they, they weren't in the audience. They just rented the venue. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, That's right. true. They still allowed them to. I was just thinking they show up every night regardless. Yeah, it wasn't uh, you know a bunch of Marines. These goddamn fucking long hairs coming into my house. Oh, man. Well, good times, buddy. Um, real quick before we get into it, uh, who's going to win the Super Bowl? Oh. I know this comes out after the Super Bowl, but we're recording. Does it? it we're recording it before the Super Bowl. Oh, because it's this Sunday. Yeah. Do you know who's playing? Rams and Patriots. Good job. <clears throat> I mean, I don't – hey, let's all, this is how much I know about it. I'm not really happy about the, how the Rams got there, uh-huh. but I'd rather see them win. That's true. That's true. <clears throat> you know? Yeah. I'd rather see them uh, take it from the Patriots. Who yeah. needs those those Giacomos? Oh, fucking hate the Patriots. Mostly, you know what happens on Sunday? Puppy Bowl. Puppy Bowl. Dude. Should we talk a little inside baseball? You're, you're campaigning. I just want to be a part of Puppy Bowl in any way possible. Now you've got we've got some connects. Maybe let's not <laughs> let's not give away too much. Here. I, I got a feeling this time next year people are going to be watching Kyle host. I just Puppy want Bowl. like the ref that comes in and just blows the whistle and is like messing in the end zone and has to pick up one puppy and replace it with another one. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I would love to see that. I would absolutely. God, that would be so awesome. That's that's. I just want to be involved mm-hmm. in yeah. that way. Now, what do they do for a halftime show? Now, is it the kittens? Well, or is it the, all half, kinds of- the halftime show is really blown up. Oh yeah. Now there's now they they tailgate. There's like a hamster tailgate. Where really? Sh- it looks like a little parking lot, and there's ha- <laughs> there's hamsters hanging out by little tiny barbecue little grills. Little grills. Yeah. <laughs> little Vienna sausages. Yeah, yeah. And then there was like rabbits and a blimp that go over the stadium. I think. <laughs> They really. They, they, I I got to see what happens this year. But they go, they go big. They go real big. Oh man, that's awesome. And uh, yeah, but the halftime show is usually kittens. Yeah, but there's like little chicks in it now. Uh huh. They have yeah. cheerleaders. There are. Let me just look up Puppy Bowl. I don't know what year they're on. Man, you would. Uh, that would be so. Uh, who wouldn't want that job? God. Oh, there's a kitten bowl. Oh, here we go. F- f- this is from Yahoo. Five uh, adorable fun facts about puppy bowl. I mean, honestly, what else are we going to talk about here, Dave? What's yeah. today's topic? Today's topic. Do you want to get into it now? Or? But just what is it? Uh, it's the Tunguska event. What Tung- is Tunguska. What is that? It's, uh, we'll, we'll get into it. It's, uh, a huge explosion happened in Russia in 1908. All right. Well, anyway, uh, the puppies are not the only stars involved. That's the first fact. Uh, they all they're all uh, adopted. Uh, they're they're up for adoptions. <clears throat> okay. I wonder if that gives them a little more clout. Like, hey, I've been on TV. Yeah, you're adopting a, a puppy with credits. Lisa Vanderpump got one of them. Really? So there's some celebrity puppies. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> Jesus Christ! This is like puppy boy. Do they film a it lot? Here? Gets cut. Well, of course. I no, I don't know. It. It's filmed in October. Uh-huh. Oh, this guy, referee Dan Shackner, auditioned with a unique tape. Shackner, who previously hosted sports and trivia shows, says he invented his own football games for dogs to land what's turned out to be his dream job. Hmm. There's nothing in the contract that says it's for life, but I'm hoping it is. At the very least, they're going to have to drag me from this kicking and screaming. I can't. Well, ki- I can't take Dan's job. I'll, I'd love to be. I'll talk to him. <laughs> that just means let me let me talk to him. These aren't really interesting facts, Yahoo Entertainment. But holy shit, yeah, I will be. Uh, yeah, that's where I'm tuning in. Mm-hmm. All right, whatever, Dan. Then if you got the job by being, then good for you. A lot of people now it's getting the coverage. CNN, why you can't miss it? I know why I can't. Mm-hmm. I don't even know who's doing the halftime at the real Super Bowl. Who is it this year? Do you know? Mm. Twenty kittens prepare for the halftime show, during which one lucky kitten will jump out of a giant cake, and I bet that will go adorably wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, 
<laughs> There's a sloth as the co-referee. Why isn't anybody even watching the actual Super Bowl? There's a fucking sloth that's the referee. <laughs> Get uh, out of here. Anyway, who's uh, what? Ha- half halftime. Halftime. Who is it? Bruno Mars. <clears throat> Should be Bruno Mars. Should be Outcast. It's in Atlanta. What have they done lately, though? All right, then Killer Mike. See, uh, see good stuff. Yeah. He's part of Running the Jewels, right? Yeah. Every time I hear a song, I'll run the Jewels song. I'm like, I like that. I gotta yeah, listen to that more. I dig them. Oh, Atlanta's got such a history of music in the last 20, 25 <coughs> years. Let REM do it. Who is it? It's Maroon 5, right? Who's it this year? Really? I think it is. Who gives a shit about Maroon uh, that 5? That is uh, everybody Ugh. go to the bat. They, uh, they fill... They sure uh, fill silence. Ugh. Who's speaking at? Why are people? It is, but it's also Big Boy of Outcast. Oh, is he? Is he on it? Why is Amy Schumer? What is this? A current events podcast? Oh, they're because why are they not? They're they're speaking out against it uh, because uh, Kaepernick. Uh huh. I don't know. I don't know what I'm supposed because to feel anymore. Kaepernick, I don't know. Well, yeah, I, don't, I mean, so what good, they, good for them. Are they speaking yeah. out against the Super Bowl or the halftime just the, show? Just the NFL. Okay. Like why they won't part? Like some people, why they won't participate or something? Like yeah. because the NFL. I don't even know what happened with all that. I thought it was such a stupid. Like yeah, kneel for the thing. Yeah, but, but respect, but, but respect. Good. Let's go. Yeah, they're not, by the way, they're not protesting the anthem or no. even America. The no. same way Rosa Parks wasn't protesting buses. Yeah. Like, Jesus. It, this, yeah, this is, our, this is an argument where, like, I, I, nobody's going to convince me yeah. any other way yeah. that they're fine and your fucking MAGA-loving dipshits can <laughs> take a hike. Anyway, what exploded in Russia... We got to get to something with this one. This is a this, is, right. this is a rudderless show, even That's for fine. our standards. All right, let's get into it. The Tungus. Yeah. All right. Tunguska. Didn't the, we talk about a Russian thing already? We did. That was a different Russian thing. That was uh, nah, Russia only gets one thing. That was some UFO. <laughs> this is the Tunguska event, uh, June thirtieth, nineteen oh eight. An explosion ripped through the air above a remote forest in Siberia near Podkamenia, Tunguska River. Jesus Christ. Podkamenia, <laughs> Tunguska River. Um, big old fireball, believed to be about 50 to 100 meters wide. Get this, it depleted over 1,200 square miles. This explosion just obliterated mm-hmm. an area in this kind of desolate, swampy forest of Siberia. 1,200 square miles. Give you some context. That's bigger than Los Angeles. And it just destroyed. Oh, really? Just uh, flattened about 80 million trees. 80 million trees. 80 million? 80 million trees. Just bam. And the reason this has uh, been such an interesting topic for over 100 years is... Nobody knows what caused it. Now, there's a lot of theories. Obviously, uh, common sense might lead you to believe, well, it was a, it was a meteorite. But here's the problem with uh-huh. it being a meteorite. Uh, <clears throat> no impact crater was found. So usually, when there's a big meteorite, whatever, or, or even a comet, if it lands, it's going to be a big-ass crater. No crater. Wow. No crater. Uh Windows smashed in the nearest town over 35 miles away. Uh, residents, residents there, they even felt the blast. 35 miles away, they felt the blast. Some were knocked off their feet. Now, could you imagine? What's 35 miles from here? Long Beach? Anaheim? That's about 35 miles away. I'd probably Anaheim. Could you imagine a bomb going off in Anaheim, and you're out on your porch here in Hollywood, and it knocks you on your ass? Like, that's crazy. It's crazy to think what a what an impact the thing was. Um, 
The explosion is estimated to have a power of four. Anaheim, 33 miles away. Good, good guess. Yeah, I'm good with geography. <clears throat> uh, good. 40 megatons. Now, to give you some context of 40 megatons, that's over 2,000 times the power of the atomic bomb that, oh, that was dropped oh, on, now I know. on Hiroshima. Yeah. But think, think of the devastation Hiroshima did. This was the impact was 2,000 times that. I mean, this was a huge disaster. Well, all right. I mean, you know what I'm doing right now? I'm creating a Wikipedia account to donate because I realize how often I go there just uh-huh. to call bullshit on you. I should, <laughs> I should give them a couple bucks. Now, fortunately, <laughs> Wikipedia has been providing me with the actual information from this clown shit you bring to me. That they deserve some of my money. Uh, um, oh, no, go ahead. I'm, fortunately I'm for humanity, the uh, the area, like no. I said, the area where this this took place was uh, very sparsely inhabited. So it, we're very lucky, or they were very lucky that it wasn't, you know, a huge city or whatever. Because then you'd had mass casualties. Um, there was no official reports of human casualties, although one uh, local deer herder reportedly died after he was thrust into a tree. I think he got impaled into a tree. Um, hundreds of reindeer, they were just burnt to a crisp. Poor little reindeer. Mm-hmm. And uh, one eyewitness account said that the sky was split in two, and high above the forest, the whole northern part of the sky appeared to be covered with fire. Well, so they said they think that the the meteor blew up mm-hmm. before impact, so there's no impact crater. Okay, yeah, that's one of that the theories. It blew up like 10 miles blew above, and it was an air blast that knocked the trees down but didn't impact the ground. Yeah, that's true. Um, the Tunguska region of Siberia, it's a remote place with a very uh, dramatic climate, long hostile winters, very short summers, and uh, the ground there in the winter and most of the year, it just kind of turns into this swampy mush, mm-hmm. and uh, this makes the extreme, it makes, makes it hard to get to. So get this shit, though. It wasn't until tr- about 19 or 20 years later did anyone even investigate the place. Well, this happened in 1908. Yeah. So, like, I think it was 1927, uh, Russian officials officially launched an investigation because it was just this swampy wasteland. Yeah. And uh, here's what's interesting, too, though. Uh, there's so many theories about what it could and could not be. Um, one of the theories that – there's a couple theories out there that kind of leaning towards it being something extraterrestrial um, and not a meteorite. And this is one of the points that people uh, point to. No pun intended there. Uh, 900 eyewitnesses all told similar accounts of this object. Before it crashed, it changed directions. Mm-hmm. So, like, it was it was coming in from one direction and then, like, went up and then back down. And apparently meteorites, comets, nothing like that. Because when a meteorite comes into our atmosphere, it's it's the gravity that's mm-hmm. pulling it, and it, it has no ability to change direction. Well, it over nine hundred people, apart. over nine hundred people said that this thing changed directions. So, I don't know. Uh, get this. Here's another reason people think it may not be a meteorite. Uh, in the years following the explosion, hundreds of nearby residents died unexplained deaths later attributed to radiation poisoning. Meteorite. Shit like that ain't gonna have no radiation. Well, well why not? It's just science. <laughs> it's well, why good. couldn't why couldn't something from space have <clears throat> radiation? This, uh. Well, here's the thing: there's no one saying it's not necessarily from space. So it's not a natural. Some people think. All right. Some people think <laughs> that there's a woman to blame. Uh, <laughs> some people think. UFO might be involved. One of the theories is that a meteorite or something was coming and it was about to do some damage and a UFO intercepted it and exploded it, saving. Saving? Well, there's nothing saving, up there. But they didn't, you know. Well, oh, the impact, maybe the impact would have done. Yeah. <clears throat> so some straight up Superman shit. Yes, absolutely. Um, Mm-hmm. Going back to the radiation thing, the trees in the blast zone, they later experienced accelerated growth rates believed to be caused by genet- genetic mutations due to radiation exposure. So a lot of, 
a lot of speculation that radiation is somehow involved. And if radiation's involved, then that means possibly nuclear weapons. Like nuclear weapons was, in 1908? Maybe this was some sort of nuclear blast. In 1908. Good point. Gosca. Could be extraterrestrial nuclear weapons. All right, hold on. Let's. Oh, this is a big intellectual paper I'm on here now. This isn't going to help. This deserves. I sh- I, I should have asked ahead of time. <clears throat> this I have more questions for this than mm-hmm. I can. Just, I don't want to just sit there and looking up answers when we're on the thing. Well, but, all right, me. no, this one's got a little. All right, ask me. I probably don't know. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like, all right, if they if because now I'm looking at pictures of this Devil's Cemetery, whatever mm-hmm. it's called, Riddle, Riddle's Devil Cemetery, <clears throat> which is uh, is that the. Uh, appeared in 1908, right after the falling of the Tungus meteorite. So this is 400 kilometers south of where this happened, and it's just a circle where there's a hole in the earth which was filled up over time with corpses of animals. Legends go that the Tungus meteorite, the spaceship of aliens, before inevitable accident managed to throw it out of the safe... I don't know what the fuck I'm reading here. These Russian GeoCity blogspot sites, <laughs> this is not facts. But all right, that's... So yeah, it wasn't until... This has a little... This Okay, this has more... Mm-hmm. This is better than your normal uh, bullshit, Dave. I got to say that. <laughs> this, one, this one's got a little something. This one's got me donating to Wikipedia. This one... Wasn't until 1927, like I said, that they did some official investigation. Uh, a Russian team led by Leonid Kulik finally made a trip to the area. He stumbled across a description of the event six years earlier. He convinced Russian authorities that a trip would be worthwhile. When he got there, the damage was still immediately apparent. Almost 20 years after the blast, he found a large area of flattened trees spreading about 31 miles wide in a strange butterfly pattern. He proposed that an extraterrestrial meteor had exploded in the atmosphere. It puzzled him that there was no impact crater or, in fact, any yeah. meteoric, meteoric remnants at all. To explain this, he suggested that the swampy ground was too soft to preserve whatever hit there and that any debris from the collision had been sunken and buried into the swamp. Mm. So that was one of his theories. All right, all right. Well... <laughs> Other Russian researchers later said that it was, in fact, a comet, not a meteor. Um, Comets are largely made up of ice, not rock. Yeah. Like meteorites. Meteorites are made of rock. So that could have just thawed out. Yes. So the absence of alien rock fragments would make more sense this way. The ice would have started to evaporate as it entered the Earth's atmosphere and then continued as until it hit the ground. But it's the radi it's the radiation thing that's got. Yes, like, that's what? the that's the fly in the ointment. Like organic. Another the theory was that a nuclear explosion caused the blast. Um, an even more outlandish suggestion that was, like I said, an alien spaceship. Uh, oh no, this is different alien theory. This one says uh, an alien spaceship crashed at the site on, <laughs> on its way to search for fresh water at Lake. Bike no, no, go for it. Yeah, I can't even, can't even G- read my notes. Give it a shot. It's fun. I like hearing Lake you say Bakel. stuff. Lake Bakel. Bakel. Lake Bagel? B-A-I-K-A-L. Bakel. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, more more expeditions and, and research. 19, 1958, uh, researchers discovered tiny remnants of silicate and magnetite. In the soil, uh, further analysis showed nobody's listening to this anymore. These were <laughs> these were high in nickel. They were high in nickel, a, a characteristic of meteoric rock. Uh, the meteoric explanation, explanation looked correct after all. Um, this guy Florinsky, author of uh, a 1963 essay on the event, he uh, he believes it was it was definitely nothing extraterrestrial. He says this this evidence of uh, Silicate and magnetite. He says that that proves it was a meteor. So, all right, that's what that guy thinks. So, a meteor blew up over Russia. Uh-huh. 
Put a big old dent. There's things called naturally occurring radioactive materials, which I learned. Mm-hmm. They're called norms. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so you think now the beginning, you know, Cheers takes that norm, and you just <laughs> picture all their hair falling out. Um, so you can have uh, radiation in the in the world. I guess I'm this. I don't feel smart talking. Yeah. I, don't, I don't even. I can't even have a. <laughs> like an attitude or an opinion about this. Well, that's the first. I know, right? Yeah. Fucking no. Also, I'm coming out of a melatonin haze from last night after the Magic Castle. Yeah, that'll do it to you. I dosed myself. You ever mess with that? Oh, yeah. <sighs> the problem I have, changing the subject real quick, whenever I take melatonin or NyQuil or anything, whenever I have anything adding to my natural yeah. sleep, I start biting on my tongue. Oh, you're doing that thing again. And I wake up just in violent pain. <laughs> you're doing that shit again. And I, I always notice, like, whenever that happens, it's usually because, mm. you know, on, on the same night that you I took some You put yourself down hard. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that stuff, it, it'll hang around in you. Be careful with that melatonin, you guys. Mm-hmm. It'll put a, little, put a little hurt on you the next day. A little mm-hmm. fog. Um, Won't be able to understand uh, naturally occurring radioactive materials. Nope. There was a newspaper article that came out. In Russia, uh, in the Pravda, the Pravda used to be a, a propaganda, pinko commie rag, uh, <laughs> has since kind of turned into more of a tabloid, uh, scandals and paranormal tales. Anyway, they, they ran an, uh, a story. Here's a quote from it. Uh, Explorers believe they have discovered blocks of an extraterrestrial technical device. Uh, adding that they assumed it was one that had crashed in 1908. After dismissing a century's worth of scientific investigation into natural theories for the H-bomb-sized explosion, the article concluded, quote, the only real explanation could be linked with powerful electromagnetic phenomenon, presumably of artificial origin. Hmm. Space. Extraterrestrials. That they that it was a spaceship that blew up mm-hmm. and sunk in a swamp. Yes, and nobody could X-ray and look for it. Now. The uh, the head of that what if a spaceship was made out of ice. Yeah, ice ships. The head of that expedition was this guy named Yuri Lovbin. He told journalists that his team had uh, concluded that the object moved from west to east, not from southeast, as originally reported. Uh, on its approach to the explosion zone, uh, using satellite photographs, he identified search areas near the town of Pulgus, and that is where uh, they located these metal fragments. Lobbin reported that he knew all along that the crash had been caused by a UFO, and that his expedition had been organized to find the proof. In his scenario, there was a natural object that threatened to destroy Earth, but aliens intervened to save our planet. So, Yuri Lobbin is the he's the so what if, what he if, believes okay. in the superman theory what if that's the angle that it's you know all right it's just future uh <clears throat> all right fo- follow me on this one uh-huh <clears throat> aliens as we know them are just humans from the future mm-hmm. <clears throat> they know they can't interfere with anything but maybe Maybe it's like they can't interfere with any human activities, mm-hmm. but they can stop. I don't know. Like, let's not let Earth get like outside forces damaging things. But then that would still like it's still that whole paradox of if you're, if you're in the fe- like anything that exists in the future exists because of exactly how everything happened leading up to it. Mm-hmm. So you can never go back and mess with something in the past. Yeah. So why would aliens go and stop a meteor from hitting the Earth? Well, that would fall under the theory that has popped up in other, uh, completely other investigations and stories about the concept of aliens being benevolent and wanting to Mm -hmm. save us from ourselves. For example, we're talking about old Dickie Bird, and he went down Mm -hmm. into hollow Earth, and he met the giant Nordics. The first thing they talked to him about was like, listen, you need to relay this message to your people that y'all got to be careful with this atom bomb shit because you're going to blow the yeah. whole fucking earth up. That was one of the main <clears throat> okay. things that he reported. And there's been other other examples of like aliens bestowing wisdom or, or advice yeah. on how we need to 
take care of ourselves and take care of our planet. Now, they could be <laughs> wanting us to take care of our planet because they want to mine it of all its resources yeah. and enslave us. But regardless, this might be an example of of alien beings or UFOs like doing something like, oh, shit, they need our help. Let's get down there and intercept this meteor. Okay. I don't know. It's, it's, I don't The fact that, okay, I get the concept. All right. The most blurring thing or blaring. We, always love, thing. It. we love it when it's like an alien saying, like, yeah. oh, be careful with this. But yeah. It's like, Jesus says love world. They're like, fuck you. There's no God. <laughs> I get the confusion that no impact crater uh, being found would, would cause. But I, I also kind of understand, like you suggested, that you know it could have exploded ten twenty miles above our atmosphere, and then came down, and then the remnants would destroy all that land. Well, but maybe also, there's no impact zone. <coughs> Excuse me. But oh. the fact that there's all this radiation floating around—that's. But okay, and again, like having to say I'm talking out my ass, like that's not <clears throat> apparent. Is something with that much mass moving that? Moving forward with such a high high rate of speed, something with high volume. What's that doing to the air in front of it? You know what I'm saying? Is that kind of you know when they talk about the sound barrier being broken? Mm-hmm. You know, you're moving the air around the object. Is that what created this huge blast? Like <clears throat> all this air being pushed forward. Like, is it moving out of the way of the object when it's moving forward, or is the air that's in front of it between, like, between the meter and the earth being compressed in a way? No idea. Because something that large moving that fast. Hmm. What does that do? The physical properties of the atmosphere around it. Yeah, it's above my pay grade. Yeah. What so this whole I, thing's above our pay. What I find just unbelievable that that the, the the blasting zone was the size of Los Angeles and nobody died. This must have been an incredibly desolate location. Oh yeah, well, it's northern Russia. But the still, you think century. You think there'd be somebody out there wandering around? Nobody died, or, or somebody died, and nobody was looking for well, him anyway. That's true too. Well, and they didn't even go investigate the damn site till nineteen years later. So, yeah, the yeah. swamp. How do we know? But there's deer farmers. Yeah, it killed a bunch of bunch of cute little reindeer. Um, but this, all right, this leads. Let's say it was. Let's say it was a meteorite. Okay, I don't know enough about meteorites and the history of them uh, in terms of like how they've impacted humanity. But like, all right, a meteorite essentially is what killed the dinosaurs. Correct. Whenever that was. Is that what it was? Yeah. Here's a like, all right, let's say it was a meteorite and it just fell from the skies and destroyed 1200 square miles. Like, and I know this is smarter people than me are concerned about this on on a daily basis, but like, what happens when that happens again? Oh, yeah. Well, that's that was, uh, isn't that one of the movies that, that Aerosmith did the soundtrack for? But seriously, like, are we set up now to defend against that? I don't think so. I wonder why we're not. Like, if we have the capability of defending ourselves against North Korea's missiles and Russia's missiles and stuff. Well, that would be uh, your boy uh, Trump's Space Force, wouldn't Mm -hmm. it? Yeah. But, like... Convince... You tell taxpayers we need new missiles in case meteorites hit the Earth. Like, nobody wants new missiles to fight other people on Earth who are uh, an imminent threat, let alone what if a meteor. And I think, well, meteors, you don't, I I don't know how predictable they are. They predict comets. Mm -hmm. Like, I wonder what's our, how much heads up we have. I hope none. Yeah. Wasn't that the seeking for a friend for the end of the world? Wasn't Mm -hmm. it the premise of that movie? Yeah. The movie was okay, but I thought it was a good premise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where it was like, who's a Connie Britton, like yeah. having a party, like, oh, Sharon's bringing heroin, fun, like yeah. everybody's just doing all this stuff. <laughs> like, yeah, what would it, would it be? Full purge level? <clears throat> That's what we should have been talking about. We don't know why the fuck Russia got a big hole in it. We should have been talking about what happens mm. if you get a heads up. All right, maybe that's next week's episode. 
All right. That could be fun. Let's do that. Then that's not, yeah, what do you do? You got, you got, let's pick an amount of time. What amount of time you got? Six months? Oh, you, well, well, surely it wouldn't be like, that far in advance, would it? No, that would have, what do you think, a week? I'm thinking like a week, two weeks. That'd be fun. If you had just two weeks and it was. That'd be fun. 99.9%. percent it? <laughs> like, like that it was like. Experts are like, this is it. This is going to happen. That was what happened. That was all the stuff that happened in Hawaii when they had that fake, uh, that false alarm nuclear launch. Yeah, yeah. Wonder how many babies, how many babies are born? What do you mean? Like just from like we're going to die. Oh yeah. Like thirty-eight. Would they say thirty-eight minutes? It was thirty-eight minutes where everybody thought it was real. That was like a year ago, two years ago. Yeah, it was recently, but relatively recently. Discuss that more. I don't know why we didn't. Maybe we did. We talked about a lot of shit on this show. I don't know. Hey, I'll say this. Go for it. About, and this is bad timing coming off my uh, rich people shouldn't pay more taxes. (laughs) I'm by no means a fan of Trump. I am by no means a Republican, so don't get that twisted. What if this Space Force, though, what if he's like, hey, I know some, like he knows that like we need a intergalactic air force. Like what if it's not just, I know coming out of his mouth, it just sounds so stupid space force. But what if he's like, nah, I, I read the files and uh, first off, we need to he's prepare never ourselves. Read any files. True. <laughs> Orvidal, Orvidal had a really good tweet. He's like, fuck it. If we could have a space force in the air force and the other one should be called water forces and land forces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not true at all. And also it's, and the Air Force work with like Air Force works with NASA. That's I'm saying, but like it's not a crazy again. Not, yeah, we well, yeah, Reagan had Star Wars. Yeah, I'm saying with every mode of transportation, we then there was then a military branch. You know, start, yeah, starting with the Army, Marines, then the then the space Navy, then the space Air Force. Isn't transportation yet? Not yet. I mean, we're we're trying. Space to, is the one place where everybody gets along. Trying to colonize it's Mars. It's an international space. Station. I'm saying in 200 years. Is a space force going to sound that crazy? And by the way, not defending Trump, I'm just saying this idea of a space force. Maybe they they're starting to get some intel that like, oh shit, no, we need to prepare. So the one thing Trump got right mm-hmm. was that we need a space force. Of all, I'm saying like uh, that's the source. Mm-hmm. Unless that's the disinformation, like yeah, let Trump say it. Everybody'll think it's, it's stupid. Yeah, that's true. That way, we could secretly develop it and put it in there. Nobody's going to be like, "See, it's a space force," but no, it's aliens. That being said, I don't think. I just assume that any alien race that we come across is going to be so much further advanced than us that they might whatever space force we come up with. I feel like they're going to laugh at it, but like. I don't think it's that crazy of an idea to be like, hey, let's let's get some uh, contingency plans in case no. a bunch of UFOs. Let's no, go to Mars is going to be like that from when if you ever saw the movie The Beach, where you, you ever see that with Leonardo DiCaprio, no, I never did see that one. and it's a secret paradise beach island mm-hmm. that he got a map to, and he accidentally told some people back on the mainland, mm-hmm. and then they start coming over, and that's when it all goes to shit because yeah. their secret got found out. Once we start, po- if aliens are real, and we finally start poking around up there. Because as I've said before, we frat house this planet. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll be put back in our place. Yeah. What, we're just going to fuck up another place? Yeah. <clears throat> hmm. We fire festival this planet. I'm going to go to another one. <laughs> All right. I don't I, This This is a, it's a peculiar mm-hmm. topic that uh, I should have jumped on some research instead of just... I'm thinking I could fart through because a lot of these things, <laughs> a lot of these websites are in Russian. But yeah, th- those are the broad strokes. Uh, 1908, huge, huge plot of land got destroyed. Um, no crater was found. Some radiation was later found. So a lot of scientists think it's a meteorite or me- meteor. What's the difference between a meteorite and a meteor? Mm. Um yeah, but then there's there's always it's a meteorite when it enters the Earth's atmosphere. So a lot of scientists think it's a meteor, uh, but other people think that it could be something unnatural from outer space. 
and that uh, all that radiation that's a, a meteorite meteorite lands on earth meteor is what's in space gotcha meteorite then is what landed here it's a meteoroid 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 um fireball so yeah who the fuck knows well here's one here's one here's a, head, a real head scratcher buddy yeah but uh man i just the concept of like oh shit could happen again weren't we like a year ago wasn't there something where like oh we we just missed by a couple of hundred miles there was well there was that weird one the weird shaped one that everybody thought was maybe an alien Mm -hmm. spacecraft and people were like nah it's not and then i don't know they talk about space near them the same way like oh we're overdue for an earthquake because it's like, well, it's supposed to happen within the next 1,000 years, and yeah. it's been 1,100 years. It's like, yeah. no, that's like being late by one minute. Yeah. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Like but. Overdue. You don't know. If- that's, what's all, that's what makes all this natural <laughs> shit so scary. It's just. just uh- this one, yeah, this is just a real, like, oh, maybe a meteor could hit Earth mm-hmm. and become a meteorite and we'll die. Anyway, let's. I do like the concept, though. I, I'm going with the Superman theory. You think you think some, there's intervention? You think I there's think, alien intervention? I think a UFO intervened and saved us. So, big ups to you. Thanks, a little green man. I was reading on uh, one of the comments. I, I watched a YouTube video about this. I couldn't tell if someone was being serious or it was a joke. They're like, 1908, UFOs weren't even invented yet. <laughs> I'd like to think that they were being funny, but you never know. Well, that's why the idea of like UFOs looking a certain, like had very a, a very mid-century modern aesthetic yeah. when people saw them in the 50s. Like people see them now, and they don't look like they used to look like. Like, oh, wood, wood uh, you yeah, you conveniently saw. Yeah. Oh, this one's got an FM radio in it. It's got some big fins, yeah. like an old Cadillac. Color television. <laughs> yeah, like UFOs always reflect the design of the times. Like, no, come on, man. Oh, that's Get so real. funny. <laughs> this, one's a, got, this one's got Apple Play. This was made in Detroit. Yeah. Uh well all right then buddy let's put it down let's put this let's, one down let's just put her down um, if you've listened this far thank you no recipe Appreciate to speak you. of I am making some jambalaya for Super Bowl and I know this is weird you guys are hearing this after the Super Bowl but who who gives a shit uh, oh let me okay <laughs> let me go ahead and get my my prediction see if I'm right all right, all right we are we are recording this on Friday. So it has not uh, Super Bowl hasn't taken place yet. Rams in seventy. Has <laughs> that ever happened? In seventy? What yeah. does that mean? <laughs> seventy points. Um, I'm gonna say Rams beat the Patriots. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna say they score four touchdowns and two field goals. So that would be uh, be thirty four points. I'm saying thirty four. 24. 34 24 Rams. Let's see how I do. 34 24 Rams. All right. Um, so, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, making a nice jambalaya. Very excited. I've never made jambalaya. Gumbo is really? my is my go-to. What's uh, the difference between what's uh, uh, Jambalaya. Gumbo is more of like a soup dish. Yeah. Jambalaya's got pretty much all the same components, but it's a rice dish. So throw in a bunch of rice at the end and cook in the oven. Just kind of like a paella. Kind of like a Cajun paella. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. So I'm very excited. To uh, to try some That's jambalaya, I'll uh, I'll report back next week. Let you know how it turned out. But uh, cool, yeah, good times. So what are we plugging? You got anything? Nah, got nothing. Where am I? Oh, I'll be in Huntington Beach Friday night. Oh, that's cool. Rec room, Huntington Beach on the eighth. Sweet, Surf City, USA. Hell yeah! Come on down. I'll be this weekend in Seattle, Laughs Comedy Club. Uh, two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. Laughs. Come on by. Laughs. Stop by and, and uh, you know, maybe I'll go down. Uh, I'm renting a car this time just so I can uh, be footloose and fancy free. I'm going to go down and get some clam chowder and down there. At the, go to the wharf? At the, the, wharf. The, the pier? The they pier. Call it? I don't know. The fish market and all that shit. The market. That's what yeah, it is. Yeah. We could do that. I, did, I missed all that last time. That's a cool so, spot. Yeah. yeah rent a car. I'm going to go, go explore, have some fun this weekend. Good to in, see you. Yeah. Uh, what's the last time I was there when we played the Neptune? Oh, right. Yeah. A year ago. Yeah, that was awesome. It was a good time. 
All right. So, yeah. Um, anything else to, to plug? No, Pittsburgh live show sold out. Don't worry about that one. Got one in New York coming don't up. Don't worry about it. I don't know if we can. The tickets aren't up yet, but yeah, up. New York on, uh, what is it? It's uh, the 23rd of, of March. 23rd of March. March 23rd. We'll be back. Part of Brightest Young Things True Crime Festival. Cool. So you know we'll be talking about real stuff. Yeah. yeah. Not this fake alien <laughs> intervention shit. Um, <laughs> it's a possibility. I, we never throw this out there, but uh, you know, just for the hell of it, uh, give us a rating and review. On the old iTunes. Don't, not after this episode. That, that you helps say us. that after a good episode. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Well, this one was all over the place. Go back and listen to a good one. Last then, week, yeah. yeah. Review us based on last week's yeah, yeah. episode. Yeah. Or just on the Adam and Eva ads. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Holla at your boys. The Boogie Monster. The Boogie Monster.